In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Three in One, who is our King. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it's Commitment Sunday! We've been talking about this for like four weeks now. And some of you, it's kind of sprung on you because you're brand new today. Um, uh, and, and for some of you, you've been kind of waiting for this moment anxiously, I'm sure. Um, and you've been uh, checking out these red cards that we have for you. And you've been kind of wondering, okay, what is this crazy I love you thing that we're going to be talking about for an entire year? Well, we're going to talk about that in the sermon. But before we do that, let's kind of uh, dial back a little bit and and take this back to where all of this stuff came from. And where all this stuff came from is John 13.35. And John 13.35, it's right up there on the wall. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And that's where this whole annual focus started. All of our annual foci start off with Scripture. And so we, we've done this a few different times. We, we've talked about being transformed by the cross from Romans 12. Last year we uh, were looking at First Peter 2. If you remember that sermon series, um, you probably do because every one of the epistle readings was like the same. Um, and uh, this year we're talking about love. And who doesn't like talking about love? What we're doing is we're talking about the love that God has for us, and then the love that we get to show each other in this community, and then the love that we get to show the rest of the world. And we're doing that because Jesus, right before he went to the cross, told his disciples, By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. And we're going to be talking about love a lot over the next year, because it's important. Because Jesus, right before he went to the cross, said, It's important. And it was something that Peter especially needed to hear. Because you see where this is at in Jesus' life. is It's right before he went to the cross. It's right around the time that he was celebrating the the Last Supper with the disciples. And when he was there... uh, Right after that, Peter does some interesting stuff, and and he does it uh, right here, uh, right after our verse. So starting um, uh, in 36, Simon Peter said to him, being Jesus, Lord, where are you going? Because Jesus had just told him he's going someplace. Jesus answered him, where I'm going, and this is important, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow until you have denied me. Three times. And sure enough, we know that that happened. That Peter denies Jesus three times before Jesus ever even gets to the cross. And what Jesus is telling Peter is, you can't follow me right now. 
You can't follow me because some stuff hasn't happened yet. You're not in a place where you can follow me. And so it's an important thing that when we get to our gospel reading for today, John 21, Jesus has been crucified, he has raised from the dead, and he's having breakfast, which is great. And he's there with, with Peter. And Peter, you can, you can almost imagine how happy Peter is that Jesus is there with him. Because Jesus is there having breakfast with him. And you don't have breakfast with people that you think are traitors, right? Well, normally speaking, you probably don't sit down and you have breakfast with those people. And so Peter is probably feeling pretty good about himself. Probably feeling like, hey, Jesus loves me. It's all good. Everything's all right. And then Jesus kind of cuts Peter a little bit here. Because you can kind of understand, like, everybody's talking, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Jesus says, Hey, hey, Simon, son of John, Peter, do you love me? Yes, 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 I love you, I love you. You know that I love you. Oh, okay, feed my lambs. And then, uh, again, uh, hey Peter, do you love me? Yes, yes, I love you. Oh, okay, tend my sheep. And then the third time, hey, hey Peter, do you love me? And at this point, Peter. Scripture tells us it is is grieved. And maybe it's because Jesus says, you're going to deny me three times. And now Jesus is asking Peter if he loves him three times. And Peter goes, you've outed me. You know I've, I've failed at this. But it's not because I don't love you. I do love you. And that's where I'm at. I don't know about you. I, I'm in Peter's shoes. I, I'm listening to Jesus asking me, do you love me? And me going, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then coming to the realization of all of my sins and all of the stuff that I've done. And going, man, I do love you even though it doesn't look like it. I do want to follow you. And, and that's where we land today. Is with that follow Line. You see, it's interesting, when, when Peter comes to Jesus in John 13, he says, Lord, where are you going? I'll follow. And where Jesus is going is the cross. And he says, yeah, you can't follow me here. Where, where I'm going, you cannot follow. You cannot go to a cross and die for all of the sins of mankind that just... You can't do that, Peter. You're, you're not me. And on top of that, you're going to deny me three times. So the moment they stick you with a nail, you're going to be like, I'm done! Check, please! <laughs> you 
You, you just can't follow me, Peter. But what's so cool about this gospel reading in John 21 is that the very last thing that Jesus tells Peter after he's asked him all of these questions is he gives Peter his wish. Because Peter said, hey, hey, Jesus, I want to follow. I want to follow you. I want to go where you're going. I, I want to do whatever it is. I'll even lay down my life for you. I will do this. I want to do that. I have this desire in my heart to follow you. And Jesus says, not now. But here, after Jesus has died on the cross, has forgiven Peter of his sins, has paid the price for Peter's sins, after Jesus has raised from the tomb and initiated this new resurrected life, all of a sudden, he gets to say to Peter, other people are going to dress you and they're going to take you where you don't want to go. And that's the gospel. Right? Well, it actually is. You see, you know, it's kind of funny. Every time that we do one of these, I always feel a little bit weird because uh, every time we do one of these Commitment Sundays, I'm asking you to do some stuff that you probably don't want to do. You know, there's stuff on this card that even when I was looking at it, that I said, oh boy, do I want to do that? Probably not. And so some of you might be feeling like Peter today. Right after Jesus says, hey, somebody else is going to dress you and make you do stuff you don't want. And you're looking at this card and you're going, I don't want to do that stuff. God loves me. Why would I want to get to know how much God loves me? I know that God loves me. Why would I want to get to know people that are outside of my age bracket? Those people are stupid. Or why would I want to get to know anybody outside of this church? Those people are frightening. And yet, Jesus says, follow me. At the end of what he tells Peter. He says, this is probably not going to be the stuff that you would want to do. But it's going to be following me. And that's what we're asking you to consider today. We're asking you to consider following Jesus. We're asking you to consider some of this stuff, not because it's going to be, like, magical. Or not because God is going to love you more if you commit to doing the stuff on this red card. but because it's taking an active step in following Him. Which is a privilege that you get to have because Jesus died on a cross for you. If He didn't die on a cross, if He didn't raise from the tomb, you couldn't do any of this stuff. It just wouldn't make any sense. It would be silly But because he did, it fills even the strangest things with meaning. 
So getting to know somebody who is not your same age, it fills that with meaning because it means that all of a sudden you're, you're being his body, that you're getting to know other parts of his body. And there's that beautiful meaning that's there. Or just simply getting to know him. Getting to know all of this different stuff, like going to Bible studies or going to choir or anything like that. It fills that with meaning. Or going out and serving people that you don't know and working with Big Ben Homeless Coalition or uh, whoever else. It begins to fill that with meaning. And that's what we want for you. We, we don't want you to just fill this out to fill it out. But we want you to consider that filling this out could fill your life with a little bit more meaning that's centered on Jesus. And so what we're asking you today is to take a look at at those different things there. And it says, uh, the first thing on there says, uh, God loves you. This year I will commit to getting to know the love that God has for me, specifically in this way. And then there's a colon. And on the back, you can see what that colon is all about. We've given you different options to choose from, different things that you could do. And those things are leading and or attending Vespers regularly. That's our Wednesday night thing. Attending and or leading Sunday morning Bible study regularly. Attending and or leading faith, family, and friends Sunday school stuff together regularly. Attending choir regularly. Meeting with PJ regularly. That's me, by the way. For personal discipleship on a subject matter of your own choosing, including confirmation. And so if you haven't been confirmed, we want to give you that opportunity. If you have been confirmed and you're just unclear on some stuff and you want to get to know a little bit more, you can come and talk to me. I'm totally open to that. Would love that to happen. And then we've got some new stuff. So the new stuff is all of the coming in December 2013 stuff. Joining an online Bible study. Maybe you don't have a whole lot of time, and so you need to do this online. We, we can do that. Join a monthly movie night discussion group. So maybe you, you really hate the Bible, but you really love Cool Hand Luke. Well, come out to that, and we'll put the two of them together for you. Join a monthly after-worship Bible study. Maybe you just don't have a lot of time to do things weekly, or maybe you just don't like coming to church weekly. Come on one given Sunday, and we'll make this happen for you. Because we want it to have meaning for you. And so you'll see after each and every one of those things, there's a little code. So after Vespers, the code is V-E-S-P. That's what you would put here on your card. The next thing is love his church. And this, especially for all of you that are members here of University Lutheran, we're asking all of our members to consider getting to know, doubling, if possible, your 
intergenerational relationships. And so for us, that means if you're a student, we want you to get to double the relationships that you have with non-students. If you're a non-student, we want you to double the relationships that you have with students. And the thing that we always that we got about this when we were going through all of the planning and all of the strategizing of this was, well, how do we do that? Well, we're going to try to help you out. And that's what the next set of bullet points on there are. Um, uh, we want some of you to um, uh, volunteer to be a future, featured student or a featured non-student so that other people can get to know, hey, that person likes puzzles and I like puzzles. Or if you're like me, I hate puzzles, so I'm not going to talk to that person. But um, committing to getting to know the featured students and agreeing to get together for quarterly lunches. We'll have those quarterly lunches for you. And so on that line, what we want you to do is fill in the number of people outside of your own generation that you're going to get to know. And then lastly, members, we want 40% of you, that's it, just 40%, under half of you, to consider helping us to serve our surrounding world. And we'll do that through donating on a regular basis. That's just you go to Publix, you pick up some food, and you put it in that thing over there that people think are a tr is a trash can. So we've had to put up a sign that says not trash. But bring food, and people won't think it's a trash can anymore because they'll know that's where I put food. Participate in LWML. If you're a woman here, LWML is great. Get to know Debbie Buenrostro. She is awesome and she will tell you plenty about what LWML does. Serve food at Big Ben Hope Community. That's once, once a month on a Thursday evening. You can let your skills be identified so that we can go out and we can serve people almost anonymously, just identifying where, what skills we have and how those skills can be used for other people. Or joining us in partnership activities with other nonprofits and folks around here. And if you're already doing one of those things, here's the great part. You get to just put that on there. So if you already come to Sunday morning Bible study, just be like, boom, got it done. We don't want you to do any more necessarily. If you're already doing one of these, you're already doing it, and that's great. We're just looking at some of the rest of you having that meaning that other people in this community are already experiencing. We are asking all of you to think about getting to know somebody else, though. And all of that is actively following Jesus in a way that says, I can do this. And so today, you have until communion. You have all of the offering time. You have all of the time in between there to think about what can I commit to. And if you can't commit today, that's okay. But we'd really like it if you could commit today, if you could just write down some of those things today and then drop that commitment card as you're coming up for communion into this basket. And we'll have this basket out for a couple of weeks so you don't have to do it right away. But like I said... You can probably figure those things out pretty easily. Take the step of following Jesus and getting to know how much he does love you. Amen. Please rise.